This is Monday Morning Meditations number 36 on the Rise of Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. Boys just want to have fun. What's up, Rising Man family, and welcome back to another Monday Morning Meditation. I am the host and the creator of the show, Jetty Azuma, and I'm just enjoying this space so much. I know I say that a lot, but I'm really grateful to be in this dialogue, in this evolution of discovery for what it means to be a man, and this ongoing conversation that so many more of us men are starting to have in community. And the Rising Man mission is growing and evolving every single day. It really warms my heart to know that there are more men who are being touched by this message, who are hearing this call and stepping forward deeper into our individual processes of what it means to be a man. Because honestly, guys, I think that is really the most important critical thing for us to do. If we reduce it back all the way to what we're here to do, it's to discover who we are as men, who we be, and how we do this journey of manhood in our own unique way. And then sharing that in community with each other. So all of you men who've been listening to this podcast, if you're out there and you are not yet involved in a circle or a community of men, that's really the next step. And I'm taking an even firmer stance, calling all of you guys forward to step in to these spaces, to become a part of this conversation, more than just listening to my voice and listening to these amazing interviews that we've had here on the podcast every week, but actually engaging with your process of what it means to be a man on the next level. What does that look like for you? This is a question that we all get to be involved in. And for those of you guys who have been enjoying these podcasts, enjoying these episodes, getting a lot of value and insights into your own life and your own process as a man, I'm calling you guys to come join us. Be a part of this Rising Man community in an even bigger way by stepping into our Rising Man fire circles. This space that we're creating is really what this is all about, to have men circle up, gather together, and exchange notes on this journey of manhood and and our discovery process of what it's all about. So I'm calling each of you guys to step forward, to lean in, to take one more step out of your comfort zone and into the fire by joining our fire circles that we have every single month, being a part of the exclusive mastermind by going to patreon.com slash rising man, contributing to the $33 tier to get yourself involved in this community. The conversations that we've been having coming off of our February circle have been extraordinary. And it's really given me more insight into how valuable and essential this space is. So if you are not yet a part of that, I'm calling you guys to step forward, be a part of this next circle we're having. We've already got the next one on the books. It's going to be happening March 23rd. It's a Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mark your calendars, make it happen, get involved right now because if you're just at that level where you're listening and digesting information, it's time to start putting it into action. And that happens in community. So make sure you head over, be a part of that. We love to welcome new men each and every month and we'll be honored to have you sit around the fire with us at our next circle. Without further ado, today's topic is the development of men. So it feels appropriate 
at this stage of the Rising Man podcast to introduce a tool, a spectrum of understanding our development as men into the space. Now, what I'm going to share today has been adapted from the work of a woman named Alison Armstrong. Her specific piece titled The Amazing Development of Men has been a cornerstone in my own understanding of my journey and my adventure through the stages of manhood. And Allison has studied men and women's development and their behaviors for decades. And she's identified what makes us tick and how we can communicate effectively across gender lines. And I want to put this disclaimer out there that this is a tool. It's not meant to be a way of compartmentalizing people into categories, but simply an observation in how men tend to show up in the world. And it feels really important for each of us to understand where we stand on the spectrum of development so we can better understand what stage of the process we're in and how we can serve and feed what our soul needs at that particular stage. So this particular model breaks down the development of men into four distinct stages, page, knight, prince, and king. And this is different than some of the other archetypal models of men's development. This specifically speaks about the journey from birth of a boy to death and completion of life as as a man in that late stage of king. In that first stage of page, this is where young boys from basically the ages of zero till about puberty are beginning to explore and experience the world. A page is sitting on the sidelines, observing, watching, witnessing nights, and dreaming of having their own great adventures someday. So this is the boy who is watching his older brother, his father, his older cousins, other men in the world being who he would like to be someday. And what boys do is we begin to test boundaries and see what our limits are on on a very small scale. So this is very present for me in my life because I'm raising a page right now. I'm raising a little boy who is testing his boundaries, testing his limits every single day in all the different ways and the beautiful ways that boys do that. Pages live for challenge and conquest. Their whole purpose is to prepare themselves to one day venture out into the world to someday become a knight and to accumulate all of those stories and experiences that will serve him later on in his development. What happens in our society is we often try to suppress, to tame, and to manage the wild spirit of these boys, to neuter them and to try to tame them. What this means is that we crush the sapling before it can become a tree. And this is a huge problem and probably its own topic of discussion is how we take the inherent wild nature of boys and we try to control it instead of creating containers and spaces where boys can test and challenge themselves. This is an essential component of the journey. And so a page is meant to begin challenging himself, begin testing himself and having some of those bumps, bruises and scars that are on a small scale in comparison to what a man will experience in his lifetime, but important building blocks in how the man will learn how to challenge himself and how to engage with his process and unfolding into manhood. And so not according to any specific chronological scale, one day the page transcends into knighthood. 
And this typically is what happens when a boy becomes a teenager. And if we look at this outside of this model, a teenage boy who is on the journey of becoming a man is starting to really step out into the world. He's starting to make his life about two things, fun and adventure. And the journey of a knight is all about gathering experiences, testing his limits on an even bigger scale, and acquiring that life currency that he will someday use to invest in building his kingdom and pursuing his vision, pursuing his mission in life. But a knight is not worried about the future. He's not worried about who he's going to be someday. These men cannot be tied down or restrained. He's going to be resistant to any types of commitment, any certainty of where his life will go, because he simply wants to experience life for the first time from out from under the wing of his parents or guardians or whoever has shaped his journey and experience up to this point. This is where we start to see boys being, quote unquote, rebellious. Even that context of the rebellious boy is a misinterpretation of the natural development of a man, where that boy who is not yet concerned with who they will be one day when they grow up is just looking to journey and experience the zest and the flavors of life. And it's important for every boy to live this stage out fully, to live it into its completion. And a prince will emerge only when he recognizes that knighthood is no longer fulfilling and not a moment sooner. So this is where we often see knighthood can be extended through the teenage years, through adolescence, even through a young man's entire 20s. A lot of these boys who are starting to look like men and starting to acquire the behaviors and characteristics, physical, career, relationship, wise of what we assess a man to be. But it's important that we recognize that if a man has not yet lived out fully his fun and adventure and explored that adventurous spirit, he'll never really be ready to step into princehood. So stepping from page into a bigger arena of experience and exploration in knighthood is critical for our boys and our young men to experience. And I think a lot of times in our society and our culture, those experiences that a boy naturally magnetizes and attracts to himself are often shamed or put down as bad behaviors. And like I said, that's a whole nother topic of discussion. And this is simply to identify the different stages of development so that we can dive deeper into them in future episodes. So transcending from knighthood into princehood occurs when that knight's journey has been lived into its completion. And the prince phase of life is one of the longest stages of a man's development. And it actually is broken down deeper into three particular layers, early, middle, and late princehood. Early princehood is marked by a man's mission to identify his unique purpose. I talk about this a lot in the work that I do, because if a man does not engage fully with discovering what his process is, he will forever be stuck in this purgatory of princehood. An early prince is painfully aware that he is not yet a king, and so he makes it his mission to do whatever it takes to establish his kingdom so that he can someday reign over all that he's created. And in this early stage of princehood, a man needs support. He needs encouragement in this stage while he's building the confidence within himself while he's accumulating experience and skills that will help him to be more confident and certain of who he is and how he can contribute to the world. 
this early stage of princehood can be a really difficult time for a young man because there are so many questions, so many uncertainties, a lot of attempts and failures that will inform his journey, but can be really painful in the process. And while I believe that support from men at all different stages of life is important for a boy in his development, this is where it becomes really critical because we lose a lot of our young men before they can step into early princehood because there's not that layer, that network of support to hold them, to support them while they're in the process of discovery. And so recognizing that each of us goes into this stage of early princehood, not knowing who we will be someday, but committed to the process of discovering what that is, this is where support and encouragement is essential. Now, an early prince will evolve into middle princehood when he finally identifies who he is and is now ready to step into what I call building season. It's during this stage of development that a man is so wrapped up in his mission, a lot of people start to wonder where he went. He starts to disappear and step away from a lot of relationships and ways of being that no longer serve him. He's clear on his mission. He's clear on what he is pursuing and how he is going to build his kingdom. And so a lot of the things that don't serve him anymore begin to fall away. David Data identifies that the most important thing for any man in his lifetime is to be able to pursue his mission and make that the number one objective of his life. Even bigger than his family, even bigger than taking care of those directly around him because his mission in life is connected to the essence of who he is. So this is where a man fully steps into his providership and the process of preparing himself to take care of a family. Because we know that if a man is not feeling his sense of provider lighting up within him and doesn't feel capable of taking care of a family, then he will never really be able to start one and to be that version of what we call a conscious man in his relationship, in his family dynamic. Again, this is space for a deeper and deeper conversation, but that middle princehood, which can last for over a decade, the combination of early and middle princehood often takes 12 to 15 years. It's a massive discovery and building phase for a man. It requires time and persistence. So for those of you out there who are supporting an early or a middle prince, it's important to recognize that a man is going to be in his process during this time. He's going to be in his build mode and to test that, to challenge that, to do anything other than support him on his mission is to push up against the core of who he is. And that really gets to land. We really get to see that this is a critical phase for every man to go through. And so we got to honor that and make space for men to be in this process. Now, early middle princehood, like I said, can last for a decade and a half. It's a very critical period of a man's life that starts sometime in the late 20s and will culminate as a man enters into his 40s. And by the time a man is ready to transcend from middle to late princehood, he enters one of the shortest developmental periods. Allison talks about late princehood as lasting usually only six months to a year. This stage is marked by confidence and swagger. The prince has finally gotten his game dialed in to the point where he can fully embody his gift on this planet. He has built his kingdom. He's assembled the castle and every brick has been laid in its place. And now it's time to bask and relish in what he's created. 
Now, the problem is that once this level has been reached, the satisfaction soon starts to fade, similar to the come down we get from purchasing a new car or buying a new home. The excitement of that newness, of that completion and accomplishment and achievement doesn't last forever. And we know this. So between late princehood and king, there's a period of a man's life which Allison refers to as going into the tunnel. In many other cultural paradigms, we call this a midlife crisis. And this is the time when a man begins to question, who am I? And why did I create all of this in the first place? This is when the identity that this man has built for so many years and his entire body of creation is brought into question. And it must survive the gauntlet of his own internal process of doubt and uncertainty. So for men who get into what we call middle age, the question of what was it all for is necessary. It's, it's like that incubation retreating period that every man must go to in order to test the integrity of his vision and the kingdom that he's created. And a man will emerge from this phase when he can confidently declare that this is who I am when he has recognized and identified himself amidst his whole process, the, the shadow, the light of all of it. And only after going through this process is when he will fully be able to answer this question. There's no rushing through it. There's no fixing it. Every man will go through this after we've created what we've set out to do, sitting back and saying, wow, was it all worth it? Is this really what my life is about? And so a very critical stage in a man's life that many of us who are listening, this may still be far off on your horizon. You, you may be just stepping into princehood, but knowing that at some point in your life, you will question, myself included, we will all question what we've created and if it was enough. Looking down at the second half of our life, we start to wonder, was my life, did I make my life useful? Did I really use my best years for what I came here to do? So this is a very necessary process for every man to go through. And if a man is able to navigate this gauntlet with the support of other men, especially with the support of other men who can mirror him and help him remember who he is and clarify who he is in the mirror of the circle, then he will emerge as the king. When a man has established himself as a confident and a capable provider, he has fully stepped into his kinghood. And now the kingdom is built, the resources have been harvested, and it's time to give. Simply time to provide. And this has the potential to be a very joyful and fulfilling time of a man's life. And it can also be a highly depressive and painful stage. A lot of times we think that the whole point is to get to kinghood, and it is. It's a stage of our development as men. However, we can arrive at kinghood and realize that who we actually are is not a reflection of what we spent all those years creating. It all depends on if the man emerges from the tunnel with a sense of who he is that aligns with what he has created. And this can become a very challenging stage of a man's life if the means by which he provides and cares for the people around him are not fulfilling and that they don't represent who he discovered himself to be. So we see examples of this in our society where men have built a kingdom, built a career, built a body of work, and then at some point recognize, this is not what I came here to do. This is not who I am at the core. 
And so we see a lot of men who sabotage families, sabotage relationships, sabotage their kingdom because there's that inherent instinct in us to destroy that which doesn't align with our soul. So at every stage of the development of men, from page to knight, through early, middle, and late princehood, all the way through kinghood, it's essential for a man to have the support he needs to stay on course. We're all going to drift at some point. We're all going to wander from our true north. And it's within the context and the container of a circle of men, a circle of brothers who can get to know a man deeply understand his process while he's discovering it for himself and support him in finding his way back to the true path that makes this all possible. And so this is why I speak so passionately about every man having the space to be himself, to share his process, to be seen, listened, and heard by other men as he's going through these stages of development. You know, Alison Armstrong has spent decades researching how men behave and how we show up. And I've studied a lot of this stuff and I've never found a tool that outlines and identifies what we go through as men so effectively as what she's created here. So I wanted to share what she's created and also put my spin on it because I identify myself to be in that middle princehood right now. I've identified through my early princehood of what my life is about. I'm clear on what that is and it's build season for me. So looking back, I can better understand my process. I can better understand why it was so hard for me to face myself when I was in my knighthood, why it was so hard for me to settle down and commit to something before I was really prepared to, before I'd really lived out all of that adventure and fun that I needed to have. And I see on the forecast that as much as I want to step into kinghood, I know that it's going to take a lot of work. I know it's going to take a lot of energy and a lot of reflection and that I won't make it through the tunnel without the support of the men that I have in my life now. And so it reminds me just how important it is to have that support. All the effort that goes into taking off my mask, sharing myself with my men, showing up for men's meetings, staying connected to the men who know me best, it reminds me why that's so important and why we all get to have that. So the action step for this week's Monday morning meditation is based on the synopsis, identify which stage of development you are in. Which stage are you in? Are you in knighthood? Are you still in that fun, adventurous phase? Be honest. Don't be ashamed because there's no stage greater than another. Each one of these is an essential part of the journey and the path. And there is no timeline at which these specific things occur. Every man has his own unique process, so remember that. And once you identify the stage you're in and familiarize yourself with it, reflect upon how this stage serves you. How does it serve you to better understand where you are in your process and in your journey? Are you making it wrong to be in the stage you're in? Do you think that you should be farther ahead by now? Do you wish that you were farther ahead by now? Do you wish that if you're a prince that you were in your kinghood? From those days where it's really hard, where we start to doubt ourselves and wonder why we're doing it all in the first place. Are we making it wrong for being where we're at? And is there more for you to complete before moving on to the next stage? Really think about these questions. Really use this as an opportunity to reflect on your process, to honor where you are, and to get more information that will help you on your journey. Now, in my opinion, there's no better place to take this conversation deeper than to join us inside of our rising man fire circle it's going to take some work to become the man that you want to be 
So come join us. Come get the support that you need. Come be seen for where you are. Be deepened into the process of becoming the man that you want to be by sharing your process with a community of men who will see you, who will honor you, who won't judge you, and who will call you forward into that next step on your path. So sign up by contributing to our Patreon account, supporting the Rising Man movement. The $33 tier gets you access to our monthly mastermind calls, our private Facebook group, and a whole bunch of other exclusive content designed to help you deepen into your evolution as a man. Guys, seriously, this is a no-brainer. For any of you guys who want to take it farther than just consuming a podcast and taking in a bunch of good information, but putting action behind it, this is the next step. All right. And while you're at it, subscribe to the Rising Man podcast. It really helps us to get boost our numbers and get the Rising Man in front of a greater and greater audience of men, leaving comments, leaving feedback, giving us those ratings, sharing with us your biggest takeaways so that we can keep refining what we're doing here with the Rising Man and making it valuable and relevant to your journey and what you need to keep walking your path. Shout outs to Sean Offenbach at Infinite Melodics at Infinite M-E-L-O-D-I-X on Instagram for all your audio engineering needs. If you're a podcaster, if you're looking for some intro music to something you're creating, anything audio related, Sean is your man. Big shouts to Rowan at Rowan Tyne on Instagram, R-O-W-A-N-T-Y-N-E. He is my social media mastermind who has been giving you guys all this amazing content via The Rising Man on Instagram. While you're at it, check us out on Instagram at Rising Man Podcast to check out everything Rowan's doing. Share it up, spread the word, let everybody know what we're doing here. Also big ups to Mark Rose and Julian Subic, who are essential building blocks to making what we do here happen every single week. A lot of the behind the scenes work that you guys don't get to see, but these guys do get to be celebrated for all the effort they're putting in. Really appreciate each and every one of you guys. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Rise up.